It's a Pasuk towards the end of this week's parsha that says that the Leviim received their Maeser, This is your reward in exchange for your service in the El The Leviim were, so to speak, paid for their service. This is actually the source in Dakimosha and Archaim brings in the name of the Arzarua the following question. Which is better, a volunteer chazan who does it out of the goodness of his own heart or a paid chazan who's an employee? The Dakimosha, the Ramah, Paskins, that is best to pay a chazan. Number one, Someone who's paid for their services obviously does a much better job and feels much more meshubed to do a good job and to be there and to not take his work lightly than somebody who's volunteer. And the whole thing is on a voluntary basis. And whenever he wants in, he's in. Whenever he wants out, he's out. But beside that, says Darzarua, just like we find that the Kehanim and Levim and the Beis HaMikdash received schar for their work, that is a source that it's best to pay a shliach tzibor for his work. In fact, there's a sefer from the Marit Salon, who was a, from the uh, people that had to leave Spain, and was a kadman in Tzvas, and he says that in Mamish's, in Mamish matches, just like the Kehanim and the Levim, who were the agents of the Tzibur, the Besamigdash, so to a Shlich Tzibur, who's bringing out Tfilis, Bemokam Karbonis, and is our agent by the Rebbein Shalom, just like the Kehanim and Leviim received payment for their work, it's appropriate, in fact, encouraged for a Shlich Tzibur, for a Chazan, to be paid for his work. But, he says, upon further inspection, the Tzushtel does not hold water, because, on the contrary, we find that payment was specific to Levim. Kehanim, it never says, are to receive payment for their services. On the contrary, it calls the Kehanim Avedis Matana. Kehanim are specifically supposed to be voluntary. And therefore, if you want to take this Shliach Tzibur, bring carbon marshal seriously, then no, a Shliach Tzibur should not be paid because if a Shliach Tzibur is more akin to a Kayhain, a Kayhain did not receive payment for a service, only a Levi did. So going down that road is not going to end up with uh, the same result. The Chuvas Harajba says, when he was asked this question, is it better to have a volunteer Chazan or a paid Chazan? And he says, it's much better to have a paid Chazan because, beside the Swar we said earlier, it makes the person do a better job, it eliminates any problematic volunteers, which means if it's a free-for-all edition open mic night every night, then who knows who's going to daven, especially in important tefillahs like Slichas and Yom Neroim, you never know who's going to chap the Ahmed. Therefore, the Rajba says that it's much smarter to pay one person and you do a background check on him, make sure he's a Yirei Shemayim, and then we avoid any problematic chazanim. We recently had a Gemara in the Dafiyemi that uh, taught us something very interesting about this week's parsha. When there was a Magefa, and many from Klaliusol started dying, it says, Vayikach Aaron Kasher Diber Moshe. Aaron took as Moshe instructed, Aaron ran amongst the people. And he brought the Keteris Vayichapar al Ha'am. That the Keteris served 
as a way to stop the Magefa. The Gemara in Shabbos tells us that when Moshe Rabbeinu went up to Shamayim, and his ability to take the Torah down to us was questioned by the Malachim, and he had a debate with the Malachim and defeated the Malachim in debate. The Malachim felt that they lost the debate and owed him something. And each Malach gave him a present for his efforts in the debate. And the Malach HaMavis gave Moshe Rabbeinu a special present. He told them the following secret, that when there's a Magefa, the burning of the Keteris will stop the Magefa. The Gemara says... How did Moshe know in this week's parsha to instruct Aaron to burn the Keteris in order to stop the Magefa? Says Gemara, must be that he learned the secret at some time, and this was the time he learned the secret from the Malach HaMavis. And the Rechaim HaKadosh asks an interesting kasha. So the Malach HaMavis tells Moshe Rabbeinu that the Keteris can stop the Magefa. Well, that's great. But burning the Keteris outside of the Beis Hamigdash at the proper time is an Isser Kares. How, therefore, did Meshur Abenu instruct Aaron to go out to the people and burn the Keteris? So we find two Mahalchim in this, in this Kasha. The Archaim HaKadosh himself and the Radvaz and Chuvis says that this was a Hiras Shah. And that's why the Pusik goes through the efforts to tell you, Kasher di ber Moshe, like Moshe instructed Aaron, Kasher di ber Moshe, that it was a Hiroas Shah, that yes, this was Asr, this is an Isser derisa of burning the Ktiris outside of the proper Aveda. But since a Navi, that would be Moshe Rabbeinu, instructed Aaron to do this, a Navi has a right to be Iker Davaman Atayra. In a one-time event, a Hiroas Shah, like we find by Anovi. And that is how Aaron Akain was able to bring the Keteris. The Nitziv and the Mabit in Beis Alekim say a different Teretz. They say that you're 100% right, it was Aser. But this was to save lives. And like the Nitziv says, that this wasn't a Sidaraisa, and it's just like driving an ambulance on Shabbos. When someone's going to die, you could be over on an Isidaraisa. So, yes, what Aaron was doing over here, when Aaron was burning the Keteris in a non proper time, in a non proper place, it was an Isidar, but it was an Isidar to save lives, and therefore it was Mutter. There's a Gemara in Ervin that has an interesting halacha. And the Gemara in Erev and Daf Samardalit says, "Kol ha'omer If a person editorializes and says, "This Gemara is a geshmak Gemara. This is a good Gemara. This Gemara is not geshmak. This Gemara is not so nice." Ma'abed He loses the wealth of Tyra, whatever that means exactly, but uh, definitely seems from the Gemara in Erevin that a person. A person should not have favorites and unfavorites amongst Gemaras. Marsha there explains a person shouldn't even say, I love this sugya, because from the fact that you say, I love this sugya, or I love this mesechta, or I love this kind of limud, then obviously there are other sugyas, mesechtas, limudim, that you do not like, which is, uh, again, not a nice thing to do.
Um, in fact, this has some more practical applications. The Kitzer Shlaw says that the Gabai and Shul should be very careful. You know, sometimes the Gabai and Shul, when selling the Aliyas, uses, you know, certain Aliyas to pump sales. And he says, ooh, this Aliyah is the Shira, this is a this Aliyah is a school for this, this Aliyah is a school for that. For that. And the Aliyas that he sells, he, he pumps. And, you know, that sort of indicates that the next Aliyah and the preceding Aliyah are just, you know, regular alias and not as chashiv, and therefore the shla, based on this gemara, cautions against the gabai pumping certain alias in opposition to others. And this is a halacha. Vitaz has a sefer on Chumash called Divrei David. Vitaz asks from the Rashi in the beginning of this week's parasha. Rashi in the beginning of this week's parasha says, parasha zu This parasha can be darshan, is darshan beautifully. Vayikach kairach. What does it mean, kairach? Tok. Vayikach kairach. Rashi says, Chazal darshan this beautifully. And the question is, was Rashi in violation of this Gemara in Erev and Samachdal that you're not allowed to say, I like this Gemara, I like this Sugya, I like this Pshat better than others. So the Taz himself says, the reason Rashi is able to do this is because this Vayikach Kairach, Kairach took what? It doesn't say what Kairach took. And therefore, without this drash, it's impossible to understand even the Pashib Shat and the Pasig. Therefore, Rashi is saying this drash is good because without it, you wouldn't have Pashib Shat in the Pasig. The Prima Godim says a, an incredible thing. The Prima Godim has a Sefer on Chomish called Sefer on Magid. Prima Godim says, that what Rashi means is as follows, that when a Rav or a Darshan gets up and starts Darshaning, it's only appropriate, it only has validity, it only has currency, if he Darshans in the Parsha Sashavua. Imagine if someone would get up this week in Shul and start talking about uh, Yaakov selling the Bechaira to Esav, or Esav selling the Bechaira to Yaakov, or talk about Makas Tzvardeya. And like everyone's thinking, like, why, why is he talking about Parshas Tzvardeya, Makas Tzvardeya, in the middle of June? But this Parsha has universal application. The Parsha of Kerach that talks about the destructive nature of Machlekes and the insidiousness of Machlekes is ubiquitously appropriate and can be talked about anytime. So says the Prima God, the Pshad is Parshazu Yofan Idrashas. This makes for a good drasha anytime, anywhere. It's universal drasha material. And it doesn't just have to be the week of, of Parshas Karach. And that's what Rashi means.